Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. On the road again. So. <laughs> Look, we already got enough problems with Vogue. Please don't play that song. <laughs> can't, can't afford the legal bills. No, and Willie will sue. He will oh. settle on cash, however, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Depends on the state. <laughs> hey, so question. Yeah. So the cold open was a little short this week. Yeah. However, if I'm doing my math correctly, and we talked about averages a couple of weeks ago. So if so last week's was almost 10 minutes long. This week's was zero minutes long. So between the two of them, they average out as a five minute cold open. Is that how that works? It is. And it's still three minutes longer than we normally go. But yes, we're going to have to do a couple of these like this in order to bring that average back into it's, it's throwing off. It's like it's it's like the uh, special edition mm. bonus episodes throwing yes. off our numbers, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Good to know. I, you know, I mean, that's totally why we did it and not because neither one of us could come up with a good idea this week. It was, it was simply to change the average. So thank goodness. Cause, cause that thing that we, that, that you and I wrote together was, I mean, that was hilarious. It may have been our best one ever, but we stuck to the bit moving on. <laughs> all right. Let's, that's unconvincing. Yeah. Let's go ahead. All right. Uh, what do we have for feedback this week? Well, again, we're recording on Tuesday night. So last time we recorded on Tuesday night, feedback was light. So I got nothing from Amy. Sarah Judson Brown did send a meme. Did you see that? You Is this the thing that I had to log into Facebook for? Yes. And thank you for doing that, by the way. Yes. I know you're loath to log into Facebook. Well, it's not that I'm loath to log into Facebook, but once... So I logged into Facebook, I saw it, I laughed, I texted you, that's pretty funny. Then I shut down my computer and I took out a hammer and I bashed it into multiple little pieces. I ran it through the shredder. I then incinerated it and then put it in the dumpster so that they can't track anything on that. It's my standard Facebook protocol. And it gets you a new MacBook. Yeah, yeah. Win, win, win. Just take another one off the shelf. Yep. So... Again, we're referencing a visual gag here. Sarah did a meme. You've seen the if you've seen the picture of Tiger Woods and John Daly and Tiger looking, you know, Tiger and John Daly looking well, you know, in his athletic prime. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and and it's a meme that's been going around of you know somebody that's put together and somebody that's kind of a show and. I believe what she wrote was episode number one over Tiger. And 
episode number 129 over John Daly. And and you you said, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. We are so much better now. You, I, you were making the argument that that should be reversed and that our latest episode should be the, the Svelte Tiger Woods. And episode one is, is John Daly just let it all hang out. But yeah, Sarah because, corrected us because she let us know what she was thinking. Because my reasoning was we did episode one and then we stopped doing it for 13 years because that's how bad it was. Yeah. Yes. But yes, Sarah said episode one, we were together. And now episode 129, we'll say whatever the hell we want to. And we don't give a crap. 10 minute cold open, visual gags, dad jokes. We don't care. And clearly neither did John Daly at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yep. So, so we got that. Ward sent us a card. Did you? This was in the same. Uh, this may have happened after you bashed your computer. Oh, this is going to get expensive. No, I did not see that. <laughs> is this yours? This is a 1977 Model 70 Invicar that's available to purchase on eBay. And it does, I will say, look strikingly like the blue car that you and I are sitting in in the logo. I mean, it's blue and has a windshield. It says it only has 72 miles, and I'm surprised anybody put 72 miles on that, if I'm clear. Well, I don't know. The The car that we were in was the car from Harry Potter that, was, that would fly. Yeah. So it may have only had 72 road miles itself. Mm, good point. Yes. It may be the car. He could be correct. Uh, it does have a British license plate. Mm, yeah. Um, does it say anything about whomping willow damage? It has both doors still attached. Oh, well, probably not the car. Same car, then. Mm. Shoot. Nice try, though. Thanks, Ward. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know why I always laugh when I say this. Doug sent feedback. <laughs> Longest cold open in the history of cold opens. You may need to review the rules surrounding how that concept is supposed to work. Great. Another committee meeting that I got to go to. Thanks, man. I, I'm just saying if, I mean, if, if, if we're get if we're getting podcast structure comments from the idiots, oh, we, we, we may have done something wrong. <laughs> oh, and that was all I had. Did you did you catch anything else? I mean, short week. No, nope. Uh, that was other than you know the feedback of what was that? Like, don't just don't do that. Just I, there may have been some discussion about a cure for insomnia. I there anyway. Oh, a really long cold open. Really about NFTs. Yeah. Oh. Apparently. <laughs> Well, buckle up, because we've got a couple of... Uh, um, actually... That actually uh, relate to NFTs. Because I believe both of these were mine. I don't know if you had any to add on. But no, 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 no. I, I nailed everything. I nailed everything. <laughs> you perfect week. You're golden. <laughs> I believe I said BYAC, the Board Yacht Ape Club. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's entirely possible. Sure, yeah. And then at another point, I also said, "Board Abe Yop Club." Yes, you did, and I went and I registered that domain immediately because um, I think that could be the next big thing. <laughs> well, and what I did was this. Because I think that's the board Abe Yop Club. <laughs> I'm not sure you can do that without paying a licensing fee. So you got to be careful about that. There are now 10,001 board apes. <laughs> you know, I would really like to see what that guy has to say about maybe like a coming of age novel. I would really be interested in what. <laughs> What that guy would write. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have anything else there. Did you have any follow up? Any any pieces from last week or former weeks that we? Nope. Stories that we wanted to follow up on. I think nope. No, I don't. Uh, nope. No follow up. No. no. Wow. Yeah. Look this at whole this. recording on Tuesdays really really <laughs> slims down the front of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because there's then also less time for things to hit our feed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Todd's Tech Corner. Actually, I do have something for the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Sorry, I think I messed that up. Todd's Tech Corner brought to you by the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. Mm, There we go. Yes. Amy got an Apple Watch. Hey, congratulations. The last Apple Watch she had, I think, may have been V1. Okay. And she went V1 to Fitbit to V7. She'll notice some differences. They've updated some stuff. It stays, it stays on it stays all the char- time. It stays charged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Any, any, any big tips there? There, I mean, there's, there's a lot you can do with it. If it depends on what you want to do with it, it, it does have uh, it, by the way, it, it'll, it'll measure your heart rate and tell you if it thinks you're an AFib. That can be a very handy, can be a very handy item. Does, does Mine, all sorts of. I, I have an SE. Mine does that too. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't have a seven, so I don't know at all the, I don't know what all the bells and whistles are of the seven. So yes, but uh, ah, there you go. I, it there's, it does a lot. It's a bigger screen. I, I think, I think she'll, uh, you know, she should be able to, to find, to find the niche. You know, when, when Apple launched it, it was like, here's the 17 things it can do. And now it's down to like, here's the four things it can do. And it can do the four things pretty well. And you only need one of those to make it probably worth your time. If you need two of those, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, so. And and all of the wristbands that she bought for the one still work on the seven. Yeah. It's handy. Yeah. 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 So. Speaking of, I probably actually do have a, another Todd's tech tip. I probably should have covered this last week. Um, if you have any Apple devices, if you if you have an iPhone, iPad, or uh, Macs running the newest operating system, 
and it hasn't updated recently in the last week, uh, update. Not, not while we're recording. I mean, the way oh, you, but I was yeah, just don't, about don't to hit that. Not, don't hit oh, that. <laughs> not right now. Oh, so, okay. No, this is one of those that Apple pushed out and basically said, Hey, so listen, we're not going to tell you exactly what it is. There's some security fixes and you should probably update real, real quick. So anyway, apply, apply the security updates. Um, if you haven't already. Good note. Hopefully people listen to this sooner rather than later. We're recording it sooner rather than later, so people should listen to it sooner rather than late anyway. Yeah. Well, only if I release it. Look, okay. I, I'm not in charge of release. I'm just, I just got tech content. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and, you know, it's an educational piece that is undervalued. There you go. Uh, is it time for America's Favorite Game? I believe it is. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. All right. This week's installment is on the show on the rundown is titled Why Cable is Expensive. Mm-hmm. All right. So in June, a a jury in Texas awarded $375 million in compensatory damages to a family whose mother was killed by a Charter Spectrum employee in her own home. Okay. Compensatory damages, $375 million. In July... The jury came back with punitive damages. Dwayne, can you guess how much the jury in Texas awarded the family in punitive damages against Charter Spectrum for one of their employees murdering one of their customers? I'm trying to remember because I don't know. I'm trying to guess. I'm yes. not trying to remember because I don't know that I ever knew this, but I'm trying to guess whether or not Texas has implemented tort reform or not. I'm going to, well, here's. Is this a hint? Well, I will give you a hint. This is a number that the people will never see because judges take this from juries and just completely nullify it and say, whoa, 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 whoa that's way too much. So, so the jury is unbound by any number. However, the judge is also not going to let this number go forward. But the punitive damages were $375 million. The compensatory damages. Sorry. So, yes. yes. Compa- this Sorry, is, excuse me. This is yes. the punitive. This is the, now we need to punish you for your actions because of what you did. In addition to the actual murder thing. I don't know. $2.2 billion. <clears throat> Oh, am I within twenty oh. percent? No, no, you are not. The jury awarded seven billion dollars in compensatory damages, or sorry, impunitive. Now, 
I, yes. I, I will say I was off by about the same percentage as I was off last week. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, like I, we're starting to see a pattern here. That's where you were with the cars in California, right? Like, I, I think <laughs> so. Even though I tried to correct it. <laughs> yes. Did you? Anyway, one might think if an, if he if a rogue employee killed one of your customers, what what could Charter Spectrum possibly have done to get a jury to give the family a, a punitive award of seven billion dollars? Clearly, this is just there's nothing the company could have done, and the judge is going to wipe this out. However. Let me just throw out a few of the facts behind the $7 billion. Charter communication, this is what the jury found. So I don't even think I have to say allegedly. This is this is from the jury. They tried to get the case out of court and into arbitration by claiming that the woman who was murdered had signed an arbitration clause in their contract, and therefore it couldn't go to the case. However, and they they pulled it from their database to show here's the signature. However, during the trial, the lawyers of the family pointed out that the dates on the document didn't match what the lawyers said. The dates on the document didn't match the times they supposedly pulled it from Charter's database. There was an actual blank spot where her name should have been. In another, in other cases, the company's lawyers presented an entirely different set of terms without an arbitration clause, and these were supposedly taken from their live database. They actually had printed on it that it was a file that was stored on somebody's computer, so it was a local copy. So that was problematic. Okay, so they submitted false documentation to say that this shouldn't even the the company not the person the person who murdered her pled guilty he's gone to jail this is the company and the lawyers provided false information but it gets it gets it continues to get worse so did yes. are they are they trying to make the argument that this was poor customer service because that's the kind of thing that goes to arbitration. We I, we know our customer service in this instance was bad. Didn't meet didn't meet our customer's expectation. Right. Our SLA. Yeah. Why in this instance? Yes, I think they tried to make that case. So the she had sent so the woman had sent in a a service request and basically the technician learned that she had had reported issues. He used his company key card to, to drive over to the van, drive, the, drive a company van over. She caught him attempting to steal her credit cards and he murdered her. After that happened, Charter sent the dead woman an overdue bill. Oh, no. Because she hadn't paid her balance and included a one-time service fee of $58.94 for the service call where the guy came to murder her. So that was also past due. Oh, sweet Lord. Oh, this is, this is getting worse and worse. 
apparently Charter didn't perform any background checks that had shown that the guy lied on his work history that he had submitted to Charter, that he had repeatedly sought help from supervisors due to personal problems. And at one point he had told them that he thought he was a player for the Dallas Cowboys. He wasn't. They also point out that Charter Spectrum techs have been responsible for more than 2,500 thefts against customers several years before the murder, and the company has refused to investigate any of them or report any of them to the police. And then this also gets to this, punitive damages. The court also included a spoilation order, whatever, with the jury instructions based on Charter Charter dis- <laughs> Charter dis- destroyed evidence that should have been preserved in the case, including video surveillance and tracking information for the guy that, that killed her. And the judge also found Charter was guilty of contempt for failing to produce the other documents. If they had just wiped their phones and deleted their text messages, they would have been fine because there's never a problem with that. I don't see a problem. Anyway, so there you go. Charter Spectrum. So this is why cable cable bills are so high. Because <laughs> they got $7 billion they have to pay off. I have to say, when I first read this, I went $7 billion for punitive damages. Come on. I mean, there's nothing that could justify this. Eh. And yet, at every stage when the company could have done the right thing, they actually went out of their way to break the law, (laughs) destroy (laughs) evidence, forge documents, and refuse to turn over documents. You know, $7 billion sounds about right. Wow. So, unfortunately, though, Dwayne, not a win for you this week either. Nope. Nope. Well, I'll have another chance to lose next week. (laughs) Oh, so I brought, uh, much like I did last week, I brought you three idiots, three headlines. Uh, You choose the one we're going to talk about. Okay. Okay. So story A, hot dog. Story B, stroke and distance. And story C, Oakland fans, which we've talked about previously. Any of those trip your trigger? Well, we've talked about Oakland fans multiple times before. They're always good for a laugh, but uh, okay. <laughs> Did you see that story? You're going to have to be more specific. Oh. It's Oakland fans. <laughs> Stroke and distance is either a golf story or something that's going to get us an explicit tag. So I'm going to go with hot dog. <laughs> So you're going to have to, uh, I know, I know you just smashed your computer being on Facebook. Uh, you're going to have to go to Twitter for this. Okay. The, the Twitter link is just spinning. Oh, I've, I've never seen that. Oh, there it is. You've broken Twitter. Oh, that URL. Oh, breaking man turns hot dog into beer straw. Yes. And there's video of him taking a straw taking a hot dog, shoving the straw into the hot dog and coring it and then putting the hot dog into his beer and drinking the beer through the hot dog straw. And Twitter went crazy. 
Because A, beer through a straw is one thing, but beer through a hot dog straw, I mean, I don't, I don't know that this guy was the biggest idiot, but I thought it was pretty funny. Because here's the thing. If you need a straw for your beer and you think I have a straw, I should use that straw to create a meat straw. <laughs> like, I will say I had not seen the video. However, this morning in my daily email from The Athletic, mm-hmm. the headline of that says, we're calling BS because they feel that something just felt off about the whole thing. He just happened to be sitting in an aisle seat primed for video. He was completely nonchalant about, oh yeah, I'm making, I'm making a, I'm making a meat straw, right? Hot dog straw. Sure. And he was wearing a plaid green and blue Yankees cap. Who does that? (laughs) So I will say this though, either he set this whole thing up or he's drinking beer through a hot dog. Either way, you know, damn well, something's going viral. (laughs) Okay. How about you? (laughs) Okay. We've talked about, we've talked about sports stadium sponsorships quite a few times on here, right? The staples, crypto.com and guess where everything else. Okay. So it's really important though, that the commercial staff do their due diligence and maybe mock some of this up and take a look at it before you make the announcement. So this is, by the way, this is an English football story. South End United, which is a non-league cl- league club who plays in England's fifth tier. So barely a professional club at this point, right? Didn't Ryan Reynolds buy a fifth? They bought Wrexham. Isn't that a Wrexham? fifth league club? It may have been a fifth a fifth tier club when they bought them. Yes. Yeah. So okay. 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 So, so yes. So. so I mean it is professional. They're they're not quite in the league yet, but yes. They secured a sponsorship agreement with Gilbert and Rose estate agents. Oh, okay. Well, good for them, right? You know, local local estate agents want to, you know, support the local football clubs. That's good. And as part of that, the their their home stadium is called Roots Hall. However, they didn't get enough money to put their name on the entire stadium. Just the West Stand. And this is actually fairly common in most, in a lot of English football, each of the four direction stands. They might be named for a sponsor or they might name a player. So okay, in Man, Man United, the West End is the Stretford End because Stretford is a suburb that is sort of near there. So there's Sir Alex Ferguson, Stretford, whatever. Theirs is the West End. Cool. So they named it. So Gilbert and Rose state agents. So they unveiled this and it is now the Gilbert and Rose West stand. That doesn't mean anything to any of us here. However, Rose West, along with her husband, Fred murdered an unknown number of people at their house in Gloucester over a 20 year period in the 1960s. (laughs) They, Rose and Fred might be the single, they might be the, the, have the most killings of any serial killer in England. And Rose is still an inmate in West Yorkshire after being convicted in 1995 of 10 murders. So again, 
the stand is the Gilbert and Rose West <laughs> stand. This would, this would be like naming the South End Zone at Kinnick Stadium, the Velisca Axe murder. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When brought to the team's attention. <laughs> Oops. The, well, they declined to answer when asked for a comment. <laughs> However, the uh... chairman... The chairman did point out it's not the most advisable thing. It's unfortunate. I suspect that Gilbert and Rose are delighted with the press they're getting, but this is not good for the club. Now, the chairman did point out, I suspect the people in our commercial department were not born at the time of that tragedy. So, you know what, people? This is why you need diversity. You need diversity of all kinds, right? Like in all of your just like, anybody? Anybody? No? We're good? Let's launch this. They are going. They 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 are going to change it. He he apologized, and um, yeah. So anyway, they're going to. Uh, oh, they already fixed it. It's now going to be the West Stand, sponsored by Gilbert and Rose. <laughs> nice save. Yeah, <laughs> pulled that one out. <laughs> Whoops. How much, how much money is she making in prison? <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, speaking of, of <laughs> English football. Yes. I did have a little piece of follow-up. Did you see what Leeds did this week? They put a beat down on Chelsea. Yes, they did. Yes. We are Leeds United and we will beat the hell out of Chelsea. And... Do you know what is what Leeds United is known for as the only club in the Premier League out of the 20 clubs? They have something that separates them from everybody else. Beyond them peeing wherever they want to? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Well, I don't know. What? Their manager is an American. Oh, and that manager is Ted Last. No, um, Jesse oh. Marsh, I believe. But yeah, so they have an American manager. He he took over midway last season, and uh, and then uh, kept them kept them from being relegated. Um, I did see some stuff preseason that people were uh, somebody was asking him how much uh, when you when you came over here, how much Ted Lasso did you hear about? And he basically said, "Not gonna lie, quite a bit." <laughs> And he didn't seem as enthused about Ted Lasso as we are. <laughs> Not sure why. Um, let's see. You're on the road this week. Any 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 fun travel stories? One fun, one not so fun. You've been on planes that uh, you've flown on planes outside the United States. Yes. What would you say is a common occurrence? outside the United States when a plane lands and passengers are disembarking? Well, in China, as soon as the plane lands and is still on the runway, everybody gets up and starts grabbing their bags and walking down the aisle while the plane is still doing over a hundred knots. That's pretty common, apparently, in China. Is that what you were referring to? Yes. 
This family at least waited until the doors were open. But no, 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 that's not true. The doors weren't open, but they were up out of their seats, pulling bags and pushing through past us to get out. And then stood in the little area at the end of the jet bridge, blocking traffic so that they could open their stroller (laughs) to proceed up the jet bridge. And me, at that point, my patience had run out. And I said... Because because when you're traveling for work now, you are usually... I mean, as we've established, I mean, you, you just have unlimited patience. So this was a new, this was a new experience for you. Again, beacon of tranquility, Dwayne Johnson. Really? Here's the thing. I don't know that the guy spoke English. I don't know that he had the foggiest idea. I could have been wishing him a very nice day as far as he was concerned. Uh, my tone probably gave it away that I wasn't, but eh, you know, whatever. You also could have been from New York wishing him a, a very nice day. That's, Same tone. That's true. That's true. Common courtesy, whatever. So that was that was getting in to Orlando this morning. Oh, oh. Well, well that makes all the sense in the world. You were you were coming into Orlando in the morning. Look, those Disney tickets are really, really expensive. <laughs> As soon as you touch down, you want to be getting to the park as quick as you can because because every minute that you're not using your Disney ticket is like setting a $100 bill on fire. <laughs> out of my way. Out of my way. Is this an emergency? Yes, I have Disney tickets that are not being used fully. Move. <laughs> Had I known that, I would have stood outside. I'm not sure. Please, please. <laughs> By the way, there is a, uh, there's a, I don't know if it's in the United States, I do think there is a uh, uh, there's a low cost budget airline, I believe, in Europe that is now starting to to make sure that they can get people out of the plane even faster, so they can turn the planes around even faster. Not only are they using the front left door, and they've also been using the rear left door. They are now also using the rear right door. Really, <laughs> using three doors. Everybody out. Everybody out. Let's go. Let's go. This plane has to be in the air in 15 minutes. Everybody go. <laughs> That's not going to help you get to Orlando, but you know, it's there. I think I'm breaking my computer because I'm trying to get you a photo. Oh, there we go. So so that was that was not good. But then I got over to Hertz. <sighs> They, they gave you a Tesla? They gave me a Tesla. And learning how to drive a Tesla was going to be the thing that I learned this week. And then even in between learning how to drive a Tesla and learning how to start a Tesla and learning how to lock a Tesla, all three things I learned today, I had something even more that I learned after all of those that I'll talk about later in the show. But I got a Tesla today. I mean, if you're going to learn how to drive an entirely different type of car that doesn't work like normal, 
doing it in a rental versus your own is probably a good way to go. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to lock it. I, and I couldn't really figure out whether or not it was shut off. And I had one bar of service in the parking lot where I was at. So I couldn't load the Hertz how-to manual for how to drive a Tesla because they've got stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't get any information. I couldn't figure out how to do anything. And I passed on my other option was a Mustang convertible. Okay. Which I know how to drive. I know what I'm doing there, but I decided that I would, you know, give the Tesla a, a test run here. I had forgotten what regenerative braking feels like. And you take your foot off the gas and the car goes. Bleh. Yeah. One, one pedal driving, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Now the good news is you sent me this picture of the back of the Tesla and the license plate. So now we know in six months what you're exactly which car you're going to be arrested for, for stealing when Hertz reports you have <laughs> stolen the car. So that's good to know. I have, I've been researching some electric cars uh-huh. and one of the ones I was looking at to your point about how do you start it? How do you stop it? You know, how do you turn it off? Whatever. This one has no start or stop button. Basically when you get in with the key, the only thing you have to do is hit the accelerator and off you go. And then when you get to wherever you're going, you use the brake and you park it like you just stop it and it's not moving. If you, all you have to do literally is just take your foot off the brake and get out of the car and walk away. The car shuts itself off, puts on the parking brake and locks itself. And I told Lisa about this. I'm like, Hey, how cool is this? And she goes, listen, that sounds terrible. Especially if we have a electric car that does that and a gas car that doesn't. Which one am I driving today? You gotta, you gotta be really thinking about which one <laughs> you didn't turn off or put the put even put in park. You, there's no park. You just drive and stop and walk away. So, anyway, that's not in our near term future. Let me put it that way. Yeah, this one has a credit card that you drop in the um, in the cup holder in between the two seats. And then you're supposed to tap the credit card on the bar in between the front door and the back door to lock it or unlock it. It took me 12 or 13 tries to unlock it the first. No, 12 or 13 tries to lock it. And then I got it locked. And then I decided I probably ought to make sure that I can unlock it. And then I couldn't get it unlocked. All the while I'm standing in the rain because it's Florida and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then once I got it unlocked, then I couldn't get it locked again. I was, I was going to say, given the way that Tesla has some quirks, let's call it, it wouldn't have surprised me if um, to lock it, you have to tap the, I'm, I'm guessing that's what, the B pillar? Yes, tap the B pillar to lock. To unlock, tap the front tire. Wait, what? What? <laughs> it's, it's the way Elon wanted it that week. Then on mo- the next Monday, he comes in. Wait a minute. I've got a different idea. Sure, Elon. Whatever. <laughs> oh, so it's fun. Hopefully, I don't have any more content. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You watch anything good this week? 
Lisa's traveling again, so we watched a couple of episodes. We're slowly working our way through Only Murders in the Building Season 2, so we watched a couple more episodes of that. And uh, that, that was sort of the highlight of... Uh, and then uh, English Premier League's back, so... Saturday morning, Sunday morning, watching some football. The one thing I'm not watching any of that isn't on in our house is any exhibition football. That's not, that's not on the, that's no, no NFL preseason. So anyway, how about you? What are you watching? Amy texted me tonight that she finished Only Murders in the Building season two. That's such a good show. She writes, okay. She didn't wait for me. It was so good. She just powered on through. So at some point I will get caught up. We started watching a show called Kevin Can F Himself. Yes. Yes. I've heard of that. Stars Annie Murphy and a bunch of other people that. Annie Murphy of Schitt's Creek fame. Yes. Annie Murphy of Schitt's Creek fame. Alexis Rose. Um, actually. And it says comedy. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything anymore. No, right? Because what's the other thing that we're watching? The bear? The bear. The premise, I think, if I remember, because I, I read an article about it before it came out, was like, it's the story of this woman in a sitcom. But because the woman care the the female characters, you know, wives in the sitcom, you know, like what was the Kevin James Kevin James sitcom? You know, the, it was the it was the reboot. It was this is kind of loosely based off of the reboot, right? Right. Of that Kevin James had a new show, had a new wife, and then they just killed off the wife to bring back from King of Queens, Leah Remini. Yes. Yeah, but it's shot in sitcom, right? When the rest of the characters are there and it's, you know, in what would be like the sitcom. And then when she walks out of the living room and into the kitchen, the tone totally changes and it's like, it's, you know, Grey's, shot like Grey's Anatomy. And so you have this portion of her life that is basically off camera, that is just a disaster. And, you know, you have such empathy for this character. It's, we watched two episodes and went, I don't know, I kind of want to see where it goes. It's so different. It is unlike anything else I have ever watched. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's different, and sometimes you go, huh, and now I know why nobody's ever done this before. <laughs> or, you know, with so we watched, okay, so one more. We watched Masked Singer, Masked Drag Queen, whatever. Yes, yeah. Episode two. What did I text you? Did I just text you, or did I text the group chat? Oh, we watched episode two, and I thought they were all really, really bad lip syncers. And then I realized the audio was off. <laughs> okay, so maybe they weren't as bad lip syncing as I thought they were. But the show's not getting any better. 
I think you guys wrote it off, didn't you? Oh, yeah, we didn't even watch. We didn't even watch episode two. We just we're taking a break. Yeah. You know what? It's something that exists outside of our universe at this point. Well, then I can let you know that the celebrity that went home this last week was Taylor Dane. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Am I supposed to say that before I say the spoiler? Is that- it's 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 less effective post. If I'm, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, did you learn more stuff about your solar project? Well, sort of. So this is solar project week four. Um, week one, they were on the roof making a lot of noise. Right? That I learned all that. Put all the stuff up. Thought- waiting for an instant. I thought James what? Taylor said on the roof, it's as peaceful as can be. Yeah. Yeah. That was on a, on a roof in New York city, which is apparently is much more tranquil than my, in the undisclosed location. We've been waiting on the city to come do an inspection. We got a call last week that the reason why the inspection hadn't happened was the permit was approved. But apparently not everybody who needed to sign off on it actually signed off on it. So so the permit was approved. People were skipped in the process. So other people had to go back and approve the initial permit, which was taking some, I don't know. Anyway, so today a city building inspector came and spent 10 minutes opening up covers and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I will say, however, I was incredibly impressed when 25 minutes later, I get an email from the city with the, this has passed inspection sent to me and our contractor. And I'm like, who knew the city had computers? So anyway, so one step down, there are multiple steps ahead. So yes. Hey, cool. We got it inspected. Is it on? No, it's not on. No, No. near as I can tell, there's at least two to three more steps. So hopefully before Christmas, we will have this thing turned on. But after two weeks of no progress, progress. So anyway, and I don't know if this is a good sign or a bad sign. The the inspector came and said, hey, I need to see the side of your house. And I said, oh, I'll open up the garage because uh, there's some stuff inside the garage, too. He goes, oh, okay. And then I open it up, and he looked at it. And, he, and then he looks at his – he looks at all the stuff on my wall, which is quite a bit. And then, he, and then he looks at his clipboard and kind of – well, his iPad and kind of flicks up a little bit and goes, oh, yeah, you got a, you got a big system, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll let you get to it. <laughs> huh? There you go. How about you? What'd you learn this week? So after I got the trade show all set up, I got in the Tesla, drove over to Publix because I'm staying at a extended in stay. Flo- in, in Florida. So Publix is your option. Right. Yes. Picked up a couple of things. Then went next door to the liquor store because rather than spend an ungodly amount of money to drink old fashions, when I was in Atlantic City, I bought a bottle of pre-made old fashions, bullet bourbon pre-made old fashions. 
and it was pretty good. I'm like, okay, I can buy one bottle of that, which is about the same as one old fashioned at the bar. And it's good for like three or maybe four, right? So that's a pretty good deal. It's worth my whatever. So I go to the liquor store and they don't have bullet bourbon, pre-made, old-fashioned. Instead, they have, keeping with our theme, monkey shoulder, <laughs> lazy old-fashioned. Old-fashioned cocktail made with blended malt scotch whiskey and bitters. Okay. This is the most god-awful <laughs> drink I have ever had. But the good news is you got lots of it. I poured it down the drain. Awful, awful, awful. Do not. And I know you don't drink, so you don't have to worry about this. But if any listeners out there want to tempt fate and try monkey shoulder, lazy, old fashioned batch and bottle, just trust me. Oh, awful stuff. I got to be honest. When you said, you said it's, it's monkey shoulder old fashioned. And then you started reading what's, what, at, what's after that? What does it say? Blended malt, scotch, whiskey, and bitters. As you were reading that, my thought was, please don't say monkey shoulders. Please don't say <laughs> monkey shoulders. Please don't say monkey shoulders. It tastes like it may have been made with actual monkey shoulders. <laughs> oh my God. It was awful. Well, here's the thing. When it says monkey shoulders, my thought is it's either made with monkey shoulders or made by monkey shoulders. So if the monkey <laughs> shoulders aren't in it, then you then you know how it got bottled. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. We're still looking for pictures of our Naperville drains. You can stop by and check those drains out. You can find them on the web. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. Toddler 3187 and the Taylor Farms Family Foundation, who sponsors Todd's Tech Corner, which we did actually do this week, and DJ to Go Cedar Valley, your five star DJ service in the Cedar Valley. And as always, you can send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? So, episode three of the Amazon Prime Videos adaptation of Neil Gaiman, Good Omens, starts with a 28-minute cold open before the title cards come up. In 2019, The Wrap said, as far as they're concerned, that is the longest cold open in the history of television that they're aware of, because the entire episode's only 57 minutes long and 28 minutes is the cold open. By the way, if anybody knows anything different, the rap would like to know. Interestingly enough, they said when they started this out, they put the title sequence in the middle 
And then Neil didn't say anything, so he just left it. Then they sent it to Amazon for them to take a look at. And he was expecting the executives to say, hey, by the way, you got to move the title sequence up. Because in that 28 minutes, they go to seven different places in seven different times. So it wasn't like a a single 28-minute scene. There are seven scenes that continue to go before the cold open or before the title sequence. Basically, the director says, eventually, we're starting to finish it. And I can't remember, but some exec said, so when are you going to move the titles to the right place? And we said, they are in the right place. To be fair, the Amazon executive said, okay, that's cool. That's just funny. (laughs) I don't know about you. That sounds like a challenge. 28 minutes, 50% of the time. Let's do this. Sounds like we'll be doing it next week. We'll be here. We're talking to Todd. So wait, are you going to write 28 minutes of dialogue? Because, <laughs> I mean, at that point, we're like this close to getting a SAG card. Not the Screen Actors Guild, just, oh, look at that podcast. Oh, we'll give him a SAG card. <laughs> it's like the SAG wagon that picks you up when you fall off the back of Ray Fry. You know what? We'll pick you up and we'll carry you in. Somebody play a theme. You're funny. You think we write these things?